Welcome to episode two of season two of the Invictus podcast. 2021. 2021. Happy Friday. <laughs> <laughs> Friday. Sounds like I'm just sitting here by myself talking. <laughs> Happy Friday. Friday. <laughs> today. It's just break. No How way. You? you can have your own monologue. <laughs> it's a solo web. Good. Very good. good. This week's been, um, I don't know, the last two weeks have been very tiring mm-hmm. because everything's back full steam. Mm-hmm. We um, had our newbies start this week. So we thought we would address the situation with um, chatting about our first times at the gym mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, how, to, how to make it easier and about how we transition people into our classes and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. Well, when I first started going to the gym, I think I was – well, Joss was going to the gym before I was, so I think I don't only started when I was about 20 was like the first time I stepped into a gym because I always played team sports and then I went to the Y and I think I was just super nervous. I was just following Joss around the whole time and he was showing me how to do bench press and things like that. But I remember just being super nervous and I was more worried about what other people were going to think of me being as being the newbie. But realistically, no one cares what you're doing. No one cares. People are going to help you if you're doing something wrong. They're not looking at you going, what is going on over there? I think Uh, the only time... That is the case. It's mm. if you see someone doing something fucking completely <laughs> ridiculous. Yeah. Not, it's not so much like bad form. It's like those meme videos where you see someone on a cable machine pretending they're Spider-Man. Or on a rower. And they're not rowing anywhere, yeah. but they're going very yeah, fast. Yeah, they're yeah. like humping a rower. Like, no, one, no one actually... like. 99% of people who go to gyms, they focus yeah. on what they're doing. They've got their headphones in. They're yeah. in like their little zone or their little bubble. Yeah. And even same thing in a class format. People yeah. are focusing on themselves. They're not Correct. sitting there watching, judging people. No. Um, I'm sure there are people out there like that, but I think mm. it's really rare. And I think most people are f- afraid because they think that's the norm. I, yeah. I think I remember when the first time I seen Brie at the gym. <laughs> I was probably laying on the mats. <laughs> and she, she was wearing she was wearing these Nike tights. And I'm like, oh, my God, I love your tights. Where did you get your tights from? And they had, I think they were, like, black with blue, like, stuff oh, on them. Do you remember those like tights? Like the spiderweb. No, yeah. I remember them. Yeah. Because I think you then got a pair. I did. I got That's a pair with red on it instead. I remember that. <laughs> but I don't know if that was, like, near your first time of being at the gym or if you'd been for a while yeah, or not. Or I remember that was, those tights. That was at the Y. Yeah. That wasn't at this gym. No. Um, yeah, so yeah. I think for me it was just more about being nervous and worrying about what other people were thinking of me. So when you first joined the gym, mm. why did you first join the gym? Because I, f- oh, well, I was studying exercise science at the time and I was like, I want to learn more about this sort of stuff because I don't know. And Joss was, Joss wanted a gym buddy and I was like, fine. So I joined, um, with him really. So I would drive him to the gym, and then we'd go to the gym together. So you guys, are, you guys were a bit luckier in that sense because you guys went to the high school, mm-hmm. which was attached to the gym. Yeah. Did you guys go to the gym during school? No. Did you Joss, guys get a? No, yeah. you weren't. You weren't allowed to. No, we just hung out on the basketball courts if we were doing. Yeah. So so while I was at while I was managing the the health club, yeah. I did sessions with the high school kids and the, in yeah. their PE stuff. They, I think they actually that was a thing up. after we left. There was nothing there when we were there. Nah, nah, and there was no like 
cheap membership for school mm. students. Mm-mm. Everything was completely separate. Yeah, uh, I don't know if there was a cheap membership for school. Mm. But I know that we did run sessions during yeah. the day with um, certain PE groups mm. to get, and they got, Just they came to into the gym. Into the gym. Yeah. And it was like, three, two, one, stop people touching stuff. It was crazy. It was crazy. And they were just like, can you do a chin up? I want to do a chin up. Can, I, can we lay this bar up? And I'm just like, holy moly. I reckon yeah. that would have been about, I don't know, year eight or year nines. Yeah. So it was year like. Year eight nines are a terrible, terrible oh. group to work with because mm. they just have no attention span. Really. Yeah. Full and then. Shiny object syndrome. Yeah. yeah. And then <laughs> lots of girls sitting in the corner with their head and they're just giving you greasies yeah, and not don't really. Want don't want to talk to you and don't want to be there. Yeah. And, yeah. So it's like complete opposite ends of the spectrum like mm. yes. fully hyperactive mm. cannot keep them keep them onto one one piece of equipment to <laughs> i don't even want to look at your face yeah <laughs> <laughs> so you weren't weren't exposed to the gym really with school not from no. school no way no no hmm, interesting no yeah. i was probably exposed like earlier on through martial arts because like i started martial arts when i was five and basically oh. everywhere that i trained always had some whether it be like something small in terms of like barbell and some dumbbells or there was always something Mm -hmm. so yeah we do like when i was um on like the victorian team for taekwondo and stuff Mm. we do like saturday or sunday sessions where it'd be a mixture of like strength and conditioning because um our coach was what was he he was a pe teacher what's the school train works for oh in tiny um Mm. Something college in it. I can't remember now. Yeah, I can't remember. He he was like the head of PE and stuff there, but then he was like the Australian like highest ranked Taekwondo black belt. Um, as well as now he owns a personal training certification company. Yeah. So he owns that Global Fitness Institute. Oh. Um, so yeah, we used to do like strength and conditioning stuff with our Taekwondo training as well um, to get ready for things like nationals. Um, you know all those sort of competitions so yeah i was always exposed to it from a young age like at a very small level yeah and whether or not we were doing what was right yeah probably no we definitely weren't <laughs> but like it was just a, a brief exposure to it and then we always had stuff at home so we had like a multi-gym mm. at home in the garage what we had did we yeah. use it not much because we were like training like four or five times a week yeah at least anyway so did you have the gym at home for you guys or was it for nah, your for us, yeah. family? No, nah, it was for us. It was for us for like, um, dad just got it for us for like extra strength work for, oh. for fighting. Um, so yeah, we had that from probably about 15, 14, mm. 15. We had that. That's cool. Um, and so, then probably 16 joined the gym. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty young. Yeah. I had a few that mates. That was about Joss's age. Yeah. Yeah. I had a few mates who joined like for footy. So like they were going after school for footy. So yeah. I'd go occasionally like i wouldn't go i wouldn't go super regularly because i was training yeah monday tuesday wednesday thursday saturdays and then occasionally friday sparring so like i was doing that that was like two hours a day every day Mm -hmm. so like there wasn't a lot of time for for like strength extra stuff yeah i don't reckon i went into a gym until i was about 21 20 okay yeah. So I already had Caitlin. Yeah. And I was back at work. Yeah. And then I was like, I'm going to join the gym. So I'm going to go to the gym before I picked her up from care. Yeah. And 
Um, Where was it? At the Y. Oh, the Y. At yep. the Y. And then I pretty much would then go get petrol and a Snickers. And then oh, that's home. right, the Snickers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is my reward. <laughs> I went to the gym. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't reckon I lasted there very long. Mm. I don't look at, I don't even remember. I couldn't tell you. Were you nervous? Um, or did you sort of have, a, have an idea of what was involved? I wasn't, I didn't, jo- I didn't do classes or anything. I just yep. went to the gym. No, I was pretty clueless because I was like, Walked on the um, no, yeah. <laughs> no, I went and got a program. Yeah, cool. I wanted a program mm. um, and I don't even remember who it was who showed me the program, yeah. but it was pretty generic. Yeah. Like just do 10, eight to 10 reps of this exercise. Just do 10 to 15 of this. Machine. See, I didn't get a program when I first started. I think one, because I was too scared to get a program. So I would be that girl that would be like on the treadmill, then on the bike, then on the cross trainer. And then Joss would show me how to do like bench press and stuff. Well, yeah. I oh, know. I just went. I don't. I. I don't. I went by myself. I didn't have. Yeah. I didn't have anyone that I went with or anything. Yeah. I just was like, ah, oh, I'm going to go to the gym. Yeah. Um. I don't know. I was young and sh- didn't really care. Yeah. I was like, I need to get my boobs back from, <laughs> wet, from breastfeeding. <laughs> <laughs> what, ex- what exercise does that? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So they put me on this one. That. I'm like, oh, good. <laughs> Didn't work. <laughs> it brings them back only in that position. <laughs> it was hilarious because oh. when you look back now, when I'm like, oh, if I do this, there's gonna, so funny. yeah. Yeah. Anyway, but anyway, so that was that. Then I left. I did. I don't remember how long that lasts for. Probably not long. Yep. Maybe three months. Maybe yeah. less. So um, why did you leave? Um, change in circumstances. Yep. Change jobs. Um. Then I had, yeah, just changed jobs and that the job was uh, finishing at different times because I used to work oh. in the city, used to catch mm-hmm. a train and then from the train to the, mm. the Y and then yep. I changed jobs where I was driving in and out of the city to work. So mm. it just didn't have the same time frame. Yep. Um, I don't think the program held my interest for very long and then I didn't join back to the gym until I don't even know how old I was. So after I had Alicia, which, mm. so that's a long time, a long time yep. in between. So I started walking with my friend yep. and then we we're like doing the same circuit and we we're getting faster at it. And then we're like, okay, we're bored of this. And besides running, yep. we're not going to get any faster at this. So yep. we thought, felt like we had, um, Clocked Clocked the circuit. <laughs> no, like built up, a, built up, walking. built up enough fitness Oh, up. you know, that yeah. we could... Little does she know she'd be walking 12,000 steps a day. <laughs> anyway, sorry, keep going. Yeah, then we go the next, go <laughs> to the go to the next step. Yeah. But we're like, we want to do something fun. We don't want to, don't want to do, I don't want, I want to do something that's interesting. So we yep. found that um, Neil was doing those boxing circuit classes. Okay. So it was boxing circuit fitness classes where yeah. we do sparring. Mm-hmm. He, he would do the sparring in the middle mm-hmm. and stuff. Yeah. And um, so I only did group fitness virtually for a little while yeah. before, I, before I went back into the actual gym part. Yeah. yeah. Okay. The funny thing is it comes back to like, at, like finding something that you enjoy Yeah, and a training, make it, making training methodologies enjoyable too. Mm. Yeah. Like people aren't going to stick to something if they don't enjoy it. So that's, I suppose how like we try and make our classes as enjoyable Correct. as possible for what it is. Yes. And for people like, if you don't enjoy just going to the gym and just doing following a program by yourself and 
you find that a little bit boring, a little bit mundane, mm. then doing something else that is a little bit more varied um, yeah. and like challenges a bit more, a bit more social. Um, mm. You've got someone to push against too. Like when you're working by yourself, it gets a bit like yeah. you can't really judge how good you're going because you're just by yourself. Whereas like if you're in a class, you can sort of push against someone else. I really um, think that the, like the first time I joined the gym, when I was by myself, it was yeah. – I, I, it did, like I don't even I remember doing it, but I don't remember much about mm. it. Like yeah. it's like, eh, meh. Yeah. But when I joined the second time and I was going with my friend, mm. um, it was it was like heaps easier to go, yeah. Um, heaps easier to make the commitment to go yeah. because we'd say, "What class are you going to? What time is it?" Yeah. And then we'd be like, "Someone's waiting What's on another you." Thing too having a friend, having someone Correct. to do it with, who's yeah. going to hold you accountable. If you're not doing something that's like one-on-one coaching where you're going to have a coach who holds you accountable, like having a friend to just message you and be like, hey, are we going tonight? What days are we going this week? Let's lock them in. And it makes it so much easier. Yeah. Because then you don't want to – because it's not so much about like letting yourself down, but people feel worse when they let someone else down. Yeah. So, yeah, like Mm. if if I've said we're training on this day at this time, blah, 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 it's much harder for me to bail, um, bail on that session yeah. than if I've just said to myself, I'm training at this time. Yeah. Not this time. Well, that, that's but. what started me being accountable to go to the gym. Yeah. It wasn't um, my own motivation. So, I mean, we talk about, and we've talked about this for like the whole of last year about, you know, being motivated versus, you know, your... Actually having structure. Yeah, and having... Routine it, and habits. Yeah, routine and habits. We didn't start off, well, I didn't start off with going, oh, I've joined the gym. I'm now the greatest and I go all the time. Like, that's, that's not how it works. Mm. It was yeah. a slow progression build up to... And I just had a friend that I was going with and we had fun mm. going. And then we started doing double classes and then we'd find somebody else who's doing... Um, different kind of boxing sessions, and yep. then we would it would just it just snowballed from there. Yeah, and yeah. then you make friends with other people in the class, and then yeah, you want to you want to go to training because you sort of you want to see your friends as well. Exactly. Yeah, and then her yeah. circumstances changed, mm. and she started working in the city, but I never stopped. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's interesting, eh? Yeah. Yeah, training's definitely got to be something you enjoy. Like for me, I've done martial arts since I was five. And like I still do it, and it's because I purely because I enjoy it. Like I, I yeah. love punching and kicking people, <laughs> <laughs> beating people up. It's yeah. like yeah, it's fun. But even like speaking to like um, Danielle this morning after her session, um, she said how she was always so scared to to do sparring. People don't know what sparring is. That's like the fighting element, but it's not really fighting because you're not trying to really hurt each other and knock each other yeah. out. It's, it's just play, and. She's like, I, oh, I never thought I would ever enjoy it. Like, I was always really, really scared. But she's like, now, like, I'm so excited for it every single week. She's like, that's my favorite thing of the week. Aww. And I'm like, yeah, it's fun. That's um, <laughs> but that's 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 what she's found is like her fun. Like, yeah. that's a, a training thing that she really enjoys. And everyone's different. That's gonna suit some people. Not gonna suit other people. For someone else, like lifting weights mm. with a group of people and you know racing against each other that's fun too yeah like so it's it's just finding your thing Mm. and i think that you're going when you're going into it and coming into the gym for the first time or starting group classes or starting group pts or even this that one-on-one it it 
the adrenaline's going, the fear's there, the yeah. your sensory scary. your sensory overload to everything that's going on. And when you go home from that experience, you think, I am done. Because it's it's not just the physical yeah. element, it's all the rest of it that's put together that's well, manifest. Yeah, you're nervous about it. Like if you've booked an intro session somewhere or whatever it may be, you're nervous about it probably the whole day at least leading up to it. Oh, hell yeah. And every time you think about it on days before, yeah. you're nervous about it. So it's it's a big deal and it's a big uh, first step is just getting, like, getting your foot in the gym and mm. doing your first session. Even just getting your foot in the gym to inquire or making a call to inquire, mm. like that's that's a huge step. Well, sometimes, yeah. sometimes too, yeah, with that first couple of sessions or those first couple of times, you, you don't know if you like it yet or not. Correct. Because you're so tired from 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 the whole yeah. experience well, of so it that you don't, you can't, yeah. um, you just can't work that out yet. Uh, I think what you do hold on to a little bit is how good you feel when you walk out the door, like when you're done, like yeah. that mm. initial, like get in the car and think, yeah, uh, that was really good. And then yeah. you're like, oh, I'm so tight, but it was really good. Like you still yeah. you have that endorphin thing, mm. and then you, and then maybe later on you're like, I'm so sorry, I hate life, I but can't walk. <laughs> yep. I can't wash my hair. Yeah, I can't sit down. That's you know, that's me today. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it gets addictive. So but like, yeah, like, yeah, and we're laying expectations. So when mm. people first start, like letting them know. And that's something we always do here. You're going to be sore. Yeah. Like, try and go for a walk the next day. Try and consume some protein. First lots of water. Hard. Like, it's you're not always going to pull up this sore. Um, because you do. Like, if you haven't done something before, if you haven't done any, work, like, sh- strength training, any sort of yeah. resistance training before, or you haven't done it in a very long time, yeah. you are going to be very sore from doing minimal work. Mm-hmm. But, like, we don't get sore when we're training regularly. Like, we might be a bit sore now because we might have had a little bit of time off over Christmas or whatever. But, like... You don't get sore every single week, like ridiculously sore no. to the point where you feel you cannot walk, cannot stand, cannot... Like, it doesn't happen. Yeah. Unless no. unless you're doing stupid stuff. Yeah, if, exactly. If that is happening to you every week, maybe stop doing stupid stuff. Or, or, or look at your nutrition. <laughs> you like, food. like some, yeah. some people just don't have the nutrition right and they're just not recovering well. Yeah. And, yeah, you're going to see right. some things like people with bad sleep or just inadequate nutrition. You're going to probably be sore or pull up sore for longer. But yeah, like our onboarding process is, is pretty straightforward, especially for our um, guys who are coming into a me and Victor's fit classes. There's a structure, they do three sessions. Um, and the whole point is to make them feel confident, competent and yeah. safe transitioning into class. It's, it's an, a, an onboarding process to take them from complete novice to feeling able to jump into class and not feel like they don't know what they're doing because i feel like that's a lot of fear with people is they're afraid to look stupid yeah and to be the odd one out or whatever and that's why we run our group um fundamentals is yeah. so that people graduate sort of together and they're going to jump into classes together um they know the coaches they know someone else so mm. when they jump into class they're probably not just going to feel like they're by themselves and definitely they've integrated into the gym like smoothly yeah so for those of you who don't know, we usually um, run uh, fundamental sessions, or we've started running our fundamentals fundamental sessions uh, monthly. Mm. Um, we run it over a course of a week. So 
um, you get in contact with us uh, either via our socials or via email. Mm-hmm. Um, mostly socials. Mostly socials, Social. but like we've had a few emails. A lot of people jump on the website and um, there's a form on there that you can use to contact us. So socials or jump on the website. I'll check the website in the link. Yeah, um, we set out times, like three days in that week. Um, you, we expose you to the three of us. So it's not just one person. Um, you don't have the one person running your three sessions. You actually get to meet um, the coaches. All... Well, all the coaches you're going to work with. Yeah. Like, you're gonna, yeah, odds are, depending on what days and what times you're going to train, you're going to end up not working with the same coach all the time in a class format. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's it just probably makes it a bit easier. You know who to ask questions. You know who the coach is when you walk into a class. You're not like, who's who? Yes, Especially yes. when everyone's got, you know... The same, the same t-shirts and jumpers with all the, with all of our, our branded yeah. apparel. Who works here? Um, it was funny. One of, one of the guys the other day came in. <laughs> so me and me and Prozo were at the front desks oh, yeah. um, just talking, and he came in and um, he's like, "Oh, good day, guys!" And he sort of started talking to both of us like um, like Prozo was was oh, one of the coaches here as well. And Prozo passes looking like a great. Pro- yeah, yeah, he absolutely yeah. could. And Prozo's like, "No, nah, mate." He's like, "He's like, I I'm just, he's like, I'm just a client here." <laughs> He's like, I'm a nobody. And he's like, you're not a nobody. You're definitely a somebody. (laughs) (laughs) It was really funny. Um, But yeah, because everyone's everyone's in the same gear. So I think, yeah, yeah, being exposed and getting to to know each of us, even though it might just be an hour or a little bit longer than an hour session with each one of us, you get to to know us a little bit, build a bit of rapport, build Mm. um, a relationship and feel enough of a relationship to feel confident to ask us questions and know who to reach out to if you're unsure whereas if you jump in a class for the first time and like you've you're in a big class with lots of people and you've never met that coach before or spent five minutes chatting to them or whatever yeah when something feels not right yeah. or you've got a little bit of pain it can sometimes be quite intimidating to like put your hand up or like be like oh i'm not sure yeah exactly whereas once you've done a session you can easily go you're like oh no i don't think this feels right because you've got that rapport mm-hmm. And you feel comfortable in the space too because yeah. you've done a few sessions. So, yeah, by the time people jump into class, they, they generally feel really, really good. Yeah, our, our members are very friendly. So, you know, once they do jump into class, they'll recognise that you're – they haven't seen you in that class before usually um, and they introduce themselves without – prompting they do um they um spend a bit of time talking saying g'day and um banter but yeah a bit of banter um if you know for like if one of us say to you as a newbie like the movement was really good and they'll they'll always come over and go that was really good like they Mm. they also compliment Mm. you they think that you're doing really well well everyone's everyone's been the new person at some stage we've even been the new person before everyone's everyone's been there no no one's exempt from it so everyone's everyone's been being new before and being a beginner and you know being shit at it because yeah. we all are when we first start so. and, and think that you can get um your breasts back into normal <laughs> by going to the gym so yeah, yeah everyone has stupid questions when they when they first That's go so to the fun. gym <laughs> my aspirations were not to do a pull-up <laughs> but i can <laughs> but that wasn't why i went to the gym <laughs> 
see normal people oh god <laughs> <laughs> I know I know just a little 20 year old Tony like how do I fix this <laughs> <laughs> I've been pregnant and yeah. now I need my boobs back yes <laughs> How do I lose weight here? <laughs> no, how do I gain yeah, weight? Gain weight. Yeah. <laughs> how do I make them look bigger? It's not spot reduction. Yeah. No, it's not. You go and see a specialist. Yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty they sure whoever things. was my um, coach or like, you know, gym thingo had a little so giggle funny. to themselves when I said oh. that. We've all, we've all had some some funny questions before. Oh, 100%. Yeah, there is definitely. not a question that you couldn't ask me that I would be surprised at anymore no. yeah never no. <laughs> ever even man boobs everything anything <laughs> but we were once that that person that actually said that it's just funny that um some people get really embarrassed and not really know how to ask what they really have joined for or why they yeah. really joined because they don't they're just embarrassed about about it or they've yeah well a lot of people are afraid of being judged too and it's a judgment free zone like we've we've worked with you know everyone with different goals and different mm-hmm. history and whatever but when when people come in here they're not going to be they're not going to be judged because they've taken a massive step just to come in here alone um, which takes yeah. heaps and heaps and heaps of courage just to reach out. So when you're never going to get judged by any coaches here when you speak about your goals and whatever it may be. Well, I, I think that um, for me, like I know we're joking about, you know, my teeny tiny boobs, <laughs> but um, they didn't make fun of me about saying no, that. And no. I and obviously, you know, I'm I'm pretty blunt and I don't I do just say say things I don't think that's really changed yeah but I never I, <laughs> you can't not fidget can you <laughs> oh man sorry no <laughs> you were playing around Freeze with rigidity. the cord before now she's playing around with the band I'm like keep your hands still woman yeah. <laughs> anyway <laughs> anyway anyway so um I don't think the the, the instructor at the time ever made me feel like that was something wrong to say no. either. So, um, yeah, that's, it's good to be able to come in and yeah. find people that are like, just go, it's yeah, no, no worries. Or... Yeah, no worries. Yeah. Uh, this is, this is this and maybe we can do a bit of this and mm. yeah. we'll yeah. be fine. Yeah. Same thing, I suppose, like we've spoken about the Invictus Fit, like strength and conditioning stuff. Same thing with Muay Thai. When we, when we onboard people, um, you come in basically the same thing. You jump into the classes and trial the classes with our other Muay Thai members. So we mm. do it a little bit differently with that. But generally, you spend most of the class partnered up with whoever's coaching the class, going over the basics, that sort of stuff. But it's the same thing. Every, everything's the same. The members are great. Um, the the guys on the mat for Muay Thai will, who are more experienced will always act like a second coach almost and yeah. hold pads for you and help you out and make you feel um, comfortable and not try and get you to do anything that you feel uncomfortable doing. No one spars generally for the first month or so, mm. depending how quickly they pick things up. So if you do see sparring videos or, you know, you've gone over to Thailand and seen Muay Thai and gone, oh, cool, I might try that. Yeah. Like you're not going to be coming in and fighting someone on your first session and um, walking out of there <laughs> beaten and bruised and that yeah. sort of stuff. Um, some people walk in here wanting to do that and they get told very quickly that that's not what you're going to do. You've got mm. to learn some technique first, not only to protect yourself, but to protect the other person. 
because when someone's a bit spasm they're just throwing limbs around anyone can get hurt um but yeah come in like for people who want to come in and do any martial arts like just come in and trial it are you because i said spaz yeah. yeah people can get over I've it they, spaz they get for a long time. Spaz was a very high school word. No, you spaz. <laughs> spaz for ages. <laughs> Politically correct. I'm nah, it's fine. Yes. <laughs> you could say worse things. Come on, Tony. Come on, Tony. Spaz is all right. We don't need to be too PC around here. PC. <laughs> if you're offended, don't listen to the podcast. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. Find people, another one. People will figure. There's, a, there's enough out there. Yeah. People will figure We've it said out. We've a lot of things enough. on this podcast. Yeah. Surely people know by season two what they're in for. Yeah. And if, 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 if they don't, they're a spaz. <laughs> I'm just like... Uh. Yeah, Tony's, Tony's jaw just like dropped to the floor and then she was covering her face. I was just like, I can't believe you said that little red face. <laughs> that's what we say. Like, that's, that, like, you swear all the time, if, but then you said that. Like, but I mean like... Like that's how we're talking in the gym. So if people are going to come along and do a do a program and participate, then they're going to come in for a rude awakening. When I'm like, oh, we're all a bit spaz to start with. <laughs> I think yes. I generally say a bit more than that, but you know, that's the dulled down version for yeah. the podcast. You're just being honest. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So yeah, like no one, no one comes into the gym and like you're not going to just be flogged in your first session. Like we. Oh uh, no 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 definitely not. And it, look. Even if you've been to gyms that you think are similar, like we, we have people all the time that have gone, you know, we used to be affiliated to CrossFit. We're not now. We still follow a very similar training methodology. But yeah. when people are going, oh, I went to CrossFit, blah, 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 and they made me do this and I got injured or I just really didn't enjoy it. Just because it's a, another affiliate doesn't mean their training's anything like our own training. Um, ours is very different and a lot of... A lot of um, those sort of training centers don't run a fundamentals or like a onboarding process like yeah. what we do for that because it is um there's a lot of technical movements there's a lot to learn which is why we run an onboarding worse process getting chucked into a crossfit class for the first time and not knowing how to snatch or anything like that that'd be bloody awful yeah and that's but that's that's what happens yeah. to a lot of people and that's why they have like a a bit of a um I suppose a bit reserved to jump in and try yeah. because they think that that's what it is. Whatever your first impression is of something. definitely It's the same thing with Muay Thai. If someone's yeah. or, or boxing or whatever, for, first time you've gone and done it, you'll, that experience is what's going to shape your per- perception of what that is. Definitely. So yeah. unfortunately, a lot of people have really bad gym experiences um, and then they don't go back because they're like, well this was my first gym experience and this happened and they assume that that's normal and that's what normally happens. Mm. So they try and avoid it. Whereas like we understand all this, we understand that these things happen, which is why we've created a a onboarding process that Mm. makes people feel confident um, and able to jump into class and feel safe too. And like be in a safe space because that's a big thing too. Like we're very different to a commercial gym. Mm. Everyone who comes in here knows each other. We know everyone. Um, it is a nice safe space where you can come chat to us about whatever, come train and actually feel safe and enjoy training. I think that's well said. Yeah, that that really helps um, you know, with our members that we've been experienced to so many different um, training venues and mm. experiences ourselves of being that new person that we haven't really lost sight of how that mm. feels to 
join a gym and want to be part of something and being that little bit timid or scared or mm-hmm. um yeah get, oh. and to get there so yeah well we've been when we we still continue to do that with ourselves like mm. you've gone to other training centers mm. i still go to different training centers um that aren't mm. ours so we're not just training in our own environment all mm. the time yeah we're still exposed to that kind of um being the new person yeah, just 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 because we own and work in gyms um like whenever when, i know whenever i go to a different training facility um whether it be here in australia or overseas when i've traveled and trained for muay thai i still get like nervous walking into another gym like just because we own one here it's still fucking scary walking, new person. walking into yeah. another gym that you've never been into before in your life you don't know what to expect you don't know what the people are going to be like you don't know if they're going to be friendly or if they're going to be um rude or whatever yeah. so you, you you just don't know and that's the big fear it's a fear of the unknown which stops people from doing these things yeah. so just because we're a bit um apprehensive and nervous about going to a different facility doesn't stop us we still do it and but we it allows us to understand what other people how they feel mm. and 99% of the time it always turns out to be a really pleasant experience yeah like I think I've only ever had maybe probably one bad experience not I wouldn't even say bad like it was just like in, when I went to when I was in New York and I went to a CrossFit gym in New York it just left a bad taste in my mouth because the people there were quite rude yeah, okay. um, but that's the only time that's when I went to CrossFit Solace um, yeah, right. and trained and the guy was just super super rude he's like <laughs> we, we went um, we missed the class I went to just open gym just to do just some of training um, and uh, I was with Nat at the time she was doing some squats and I just went to spot her because she looked like she was struggling and they have like the proper like squat cages oh yeah and this guy just like barked at me and was like we don't do spotting here. Um, that's why you squat in the cage. You've got the the spotting arms there. Squat in the cage. And I was like, God. I was like, yeah, right, mate. I was just giving her a spot. Um, I own a gym back in Australia. Like I'm, you know. We don't spot here. I know. I know, <laughs> I know what I'm doing. Um, and he was just real rude. And I found out he was actually the head coach. Oh, and I was yeah. like, wow, fuck. I feel sorry for your members because this guy's a dick. Um, yeah. But. Yeah, like that was that was obviously their policy. Mm. I must have missed it when I went through the waiver, but just 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 the way he went <laughs> no about spotting. just the way he went about yeah, it probably rude, probably rude. wasn't the best way. He could have he could have waited and then ducked him yeah. after and just said, "Oh, good day, I'm blah blah." Um, just letting you guys know that that's not something we do here and yeah, blah blah right. blah. And that's you know that's how we do things. Like mm. when we've had people drop in from whether we're here on holiday or just dropping in doing a casual session, if someone's doing something that's a little bit against how we do things, we mm. don't. Bark at them. <laughs> so that's but that's no. that's that's one out of you know. I, I've I've been to tra- Thailand how many times and trained over there and you know on that same trip to America I went to a few different CrossFit boxes and every other experience was great. So yeah, um, yeah, that's one one bad experience. But if that was my first experience going to a gym, then oh, yeah, I'd probably be I'd probably be pretty apprehensive. Yeah, mm. definitely. Mm. I'm trying to think if I've had a bad experience. Yeah, I'm though. trying to think mm. of any bad experiences too, but I can't. Yeah, I can't think of one at the moment. Hmm. I'll think of one after the podcast. <laughs> yeah, definitely. A hundred percent. I'll be laying in bed tonight and I'll go, ah. Oh. <laughs> we'll, we'll add it into episode three. Episode three. <laughs> Bad experiences we've had at the gym. Yeah. What um? I suppose I suppose that runs through our onboarding process for anyone who's listening. Um, 
who isn't a member here. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. So anyone who does want to get involved and trial it out. But also for members here, if you have a friend who might be interested or who's, um, I I suppose, expressed interest in in joining some sort of program or changing program, maybe they're currently training somewhere else, but they're not quite enjoying it and they're looking for something different, maybe just send this podcast to them. Uh, It might help them... um, feel a bit more comfortable about hmm. joining a gym if yeah. they are a little bit scared or nervous or whatever. Or even if they've just joined a generic gym where they just go in and do a program, like yeah. I said, that I started with and then thought, uh, yeah, I'm bored. Um, but it might help them, yeah. Yeah. Um, you don't go, oh, I don't know about doing stuff with other people. I've just done it by myself all this time. And yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Give it, and at yeah. the end of the day, it's just trying something. You can, you can try it. And like, we're not saying that what we run is like, you're gonna yeah. you're gonna absolutely love it. Like we think most people do, uh, and that's why most people like our conversion rates when people do do fundamentals are quite high. A lot of people hang, do it and hang around. We yeah, don't, we don't have a lot of people do the fundamentals week and then disappear. Um, so you might try it, and it might not be you, but that's why you trial it. Um, we're not, you know, you're not coming and doing a fundamentals program and you're locked in for a year. You come in, you trial it. Same with Muay Thai, you come in, you trial it, and then if you enjoy it after that week, then you go from there. Definitely. Yeah. Anyway, what um, what podcasts and books and, and stuff and things have we listened to, if any? I've been smashing Barack Obama's book. Oh, really? Yeah, audio book. Um, Is he, does he read it? Yeah, he does, yeah. Oh, that'd be yeah. cool. And he's, he's such a good speaker, so I really enjoy listening to him. It's, uh, yeah, it's I really good and like super it. interesting. He's, it's, it's just politics. That's all it is, really. His life and politics. Yeah. Um, but, bit, like, it's... One thing I find really, really interesting is how much this man worked and raised two kids, which was mostly done by his wife, like she's a champion, yeah. um, while he was in the White House. Like I don't think, um, I don't think, I could be wrong, but it's really do- been done before raising two kids as president because usually they're quite a bit older. Yeah, and that's he, true. He was only, like they had kids quite late, but he was only in his 40s, I think, when he was president. I liked him. Well, I still like him. Yeah, he's a funny guy. Yeah. What have you listened to, Brie? I listened to a episode of Life Uncut, and they interview this uh, an American girl named India Oxenberg, and she was part of a cult. I think she was a part of it for about seven or eight years, and it was called Nexium, and it ended up being. Um, I thought you were going to say CrossFit. No. <laughs> so this guy named. Apparently, there's a, um, a a TV series out, like a documentary. I think it's called Seduced. Um, I can't remember if it's on Stan. It's not on Netflix, though. Um, but she talks about her experience being a part of this cult. And it's basically um, over a long period of time, Nexium faced a multitude of accusations of systemic sexual abuse of female members that this guy, Keith, who ran, who ran this cult. Um, and there was also members of his inner circle. Um, but when... Uh, you've got to listen to the podcast. It's very, very interesting. But when she found out that she was, she sort of jiggered that she was in this weird cult. After seven years. Yeah. But she was like proper brainwashed. Like she thought that whatever she had to do, like they told her what to do. They controlled her eating. She, she could only have 500 calories a day. She was told when she had to sleep, like, and because she was so deprived, she had, I don't, I can't remember how she got involved with it. But, um, when she, finally got free or whatever she ended up having these audio tapes or um 
like hard drives or something and she just kept them and, and one day she was like oh I'm gonna see what's on these like tapes or whatever and it was actually this guy Keith explaining how he runs this cult to make it look like that the people that are in this cult aren't victims it's like they're so she would have to send him like naked photos and things like that but he would set it up so that these girls were trying to come on to him not that he was asking for these photos mm. if that makes sense so anyway she so found it was manipulation yeah manipulation and yeah language and yes so she took these tapes to like the police and the fbi and whatever and then she ended up working with the F- fbi i think for like nine or 12 months or something trying to suss out what this cult was all about and now it's going through the courts um, and this guy, Keith, got given a 120 years sentence. Um, and then this other woman, I can't remember her name, but she was involved too and her process is going through the courts at the moment. Yeah, yeah, very it, interesting. It blows my mind that yeah. how people get sucked into this. She was only 19 things. when she started, like when it started, and then she got out when she was like 26 or 27. I suppose, yeah. When, it's very like Being younger, probably more influential, but... Yeah, it was like her oh, no. friend knew I someone and then... Oh, it was... It no was family, sucking, no sucking family network, or maybe... I don't... And I, I, even when you're young, no family. There is, there is a lot of Strange. manipulation. Like there's... Yeah, most of these guys who do it, they're not, they're not dumb. They're very smart, very intelligent mm. people. They're just obviously don't have the right and best of intentions yeah. um, they don't <laughs> mostly narcissists and all that sort of stuff but they're generally very smart people which is why they they managed to convince so many people yeah this guy keith is a convicted sex trafficker and founder of nexium a multi-level marketing mm-hmm. company and cult based in albany in new york marketing yeah yeah right yeah very interesting so Herbal listen to that and then, yeah, her documentary That's is called Seduced, which I really want to watch. Probably not an early morning work podcast. No, don't podcast. listen to it early morning. Listen <laughs> yeah. to it. Oh, Pretty sure I wouldn't. But, you, know, you know, not when you get up. <laughs> it's good, though. Like, it's very it's very interesting. Oh, yeah. yeah, very oh, interesting. Go on, Tony. On an um, I listened <laughs> to... Did you listen to something a little bit more lighthearted? Um, Tim Ferriss. <laughs> um, his first podcast for the year, I think, the 8th of January. Um, Dr. Steffi Cohen. Oh, uh, Steph Cohen. Yeah. Mm. 25 world, world records, power training, deadlifting, four times, 4.4 times her body weight, sports, psychology, and overcoming pain and more. How old is she? Uh, don't know. Don't know, actually. She's but, a um, strong unit, though. She is. It was really interesting. I, I um, liked listening to... The episode because she talks about pain um, and how most of it was about back pain oh. and how she 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 came from you know the body built uh, powerlifting mm. and that pain is normal mm. um, yep. and then got so used to pain that she um, continued to train yeah. through pain. She's twenty seven. Oh. anyway, wow. she had a really cool accent. Yeah. Um, she, uh, she's like Mexican she's from Venezuela. So Venezuela yeah. That's it. yeah yeah and she talked about um Jesus. Uh, about body body movement and how we move differently and um Jesus Fuck how the um, I've never really seen what she doctors like. like going to doctors and physios and yeah, stuff yeah, yeah. and she's got a she's done she was she's very hyperactive <laughs> she, she's like, she? she's like not really <laughs> saying she does one. like a million different things she's yes. always constantly doing like t- that many different training things really? yeah. she's doing like boxing now yes 
Yeah. Yes. I don't know, is she training for a fight? Is she um, got well, the think, intention of fighting? I think so. But COVID kind of put a break on that kind of, um, that kind of did she talk situation. About, did she talk about steroids much? Um, she is she on steroids? Didn't really. 100%. No. Yeah, she, she competes in she competes in non-natural oh. comps. So she'd 100% be. Yeah, okay. Um, yeah, she just talked she talked about pain and pain management and um, lifting with injury uh, and and just talked about it in a completely different way than oh, a normal um, doctor, physio, um, sp- specialist uh, has, has kind of... Yeah. She's a very smart woman. Yeah. She, like... Um, the way she articulated it was... What's, what's their company really called? Good. I can't yeah. think of the name of their company. But they've got they've got some really, really, really good programs, really good coaches, some of the best powerlifters in the world. Um, I don't know if they've got much in the way of Olympic lifters there, but um, well, they, they, they do a lot of stuff even for CrossFit. I think she started... for CrossFitters. Started as an uh, Olympic, Olympic lifter. Yeah, I'm lifter. pretty sure she did, yeah. And, and then, then she progressed oh, into powerlifting. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they... They're actually very switched on. Um, Jamie Smith, when he went to, like my old coach, when he went to America, he went and trained there for like a week and like met them and did a podcast with them all. And yeah, they're wow. um, they're pretty pretty up there people in the in the world of uh, strength and conditioning or just sports performance. Mm. Oh, it was good. It was very interesting. I actually got a lot out of it. Yeah, I want to listen to yeah. that. Worth a listen. Get on it. <laughs> um would you listen to setting seminar oh no just oh, just the book. obama <laughs> obama just the book, just the um, book. yeah no no podcast this week just flat out obama. no time for podcasts this week. no i uh, no, just no, not no time uh, just just been listening to that yeah um i actually read a really good thing that might help some people um, in terms of training and stuff now i've just done this because i really enjoy it but i read mm-hmm. it i read a thing the other week can't remember where i read it but it was about um helping people with you know starting training enjoying gym whatever it may be yeah um and it's probably more suitable to people who are either training at like a commercial gym Mm -hmm. or trying to getting some walks or runs and that sort of stuff and i like i really enjoy and i've said about it i'm here a few times when i train i generally listen to an audiobook and they were saying like having an audiobook that you only listen to while you train but it's something that you really enjoy mm. as like an extra motivation to come and train. And I was like, oh, I've never really thought about that. But like, yeah. I, I really enjoy it. Like that helped, that yeah. makes my training enjoyment go up. And we spoke before about training enjoyment. So like as an option for people, as something else, because not, not everyone likes listening to music when they train. Yeah. I, like I'm one of those people. I don't really, like I'm just like, oh yeah, like I listen to music all day, every day in the gym anyway. <laughs> um, so I'd rather listen yeah. to something different. And for me, uh, a podcast or an audiobook helps me with my training because I, I have podcasts and audiobooks that I really enjoy. Yeah. And I look forward to listening to. So I think matching. How do you go if you're doing something really intense? Like it's probably intensity? it's probably a bit harder with something really intense. I don't yeah. I don't listen to, like I'll, oh I generally just do it when I'm doing like aerobic strength work stuff. or strength work. Yeah. Like I wouldn't be doing it if I'm doing. What about when you're boxing? No, like the other day when I was boxing, that was still fairly steady. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So. When I trained at home over the Christmas break, um, I busted out my old iPod and I put the iPod on, it's an iPod, not oh, on my phone, Jesus. on the iPod. Oh, iPod. There'd be um, some, some tunes on that. <laughs> I Dang put yes. it on shuffle 
And it was amazing how just some of the old tracks that I used to teach or yeah. we used to have to play for the boxing circuit classes yeah. that I used to take, yeah. um, how much extra motivation it gave me because yeah. I, I, you, the, the song or whatever, you remember how you feel <laughs> with um, doing doing that at the time and the endorphins mm. that you had at the time and actually got me mm. up and about quite a bit. Mm. That's cool. I don't think I could do it all the time, but yeah. I was just like, oh, yeah. Yeah, this is really cool. Do you remember the why when you try and set up that friggin' microphone mm. and it always go if you got too close yeah, the to microphone was my heart and it was taking my bloody pump and step gear from the, the, from the, the back room, room to down the to the court. bloody gymnasium. That was fucked. And the gym floor. God, you're gonna wheel that trolley up that. I don't ramp. understand why they could not awful. get the members when they finished their class to walk oh, those yeah. stupid bikes and back the, to those and the, bi- the bikes. The bars, the pump bars were in a wheelie bin. Yeah, that was fun. that was not good. That was that was. Yeah. Do you remember that was not you used to have you drag those two like you'd get two bikes yes. to, and take them down yeah. and then you yeah. get down the ramp, ramp. you go and down you the run. ramp and you virtually be like when you're in a bad shopping trolley yeah. <laughs> accident yeah. and you would get yourself in the back of the shin with two oh, bikes. Yeah, not fun. And you'd be like, this is stupid. Yeah, it wasn't good. It wasn't good. good. Um, quick little good reminder: we are running a goal setting workshop next week. Um, like I, I think Thursday. Like call it, yeah, Thursday. So six thirty. Uh, it is a workshop. It's going to be. You're not just going to be sitting there just listening to us. Natural away. You, Tell get, you, get, you get enough of that on the uh, <laughs> podcast. But, um, it'll be more interactive and actual, like a doing thing, like you're doing stuff workshop. Like you're going to be writing down stuff. So bring along pen, paper workbook or whatever or a diary mm. um, you're going to be writing down a whole bunch of stuff and actually setting your goals then and there excellent should be, be excellent should be um, all members it's free non-members um, contact us contact us and we'll, we'll, we'll get you involved otherwise have a great weekend have a great weekend see you next week you look like have, a good time. Oh, have a good time <laughs> you had your mouth over mm-hmm. she's going to say something she's going to say something <laughs> have like, a good time <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, come again. <laughs> Thank you, come again. Bye. 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 Bye.